0: Hey guys, what's going on? We're back on the podcast here. And today, Ashley and I are diving into the topic of fitness on the go or fitness while traveling. We're going to try to break this into fitness and then nutrition, talk about each one separately, give you a few simple practical steps that you can implement into your travel to help you stay on track while you're on the road to help you feel better about yourself while you're traveling and to not have that guilt or that remorse that often people come to us with after they've been gone or been out of the gym for a while so check this thing out let us know what you think as always we appreciate you guys listening and without further ado let's get to the podcast Hi everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode 11 and we are coming at you a little bit earlier in the week than we typically do with a podcast. And we're coming at you early because we actually have a little bit of travel coming up. We are going to where, Ash?
1: St. John and St. Thomas. Oh yeah, so we're
0: heading back to the island for me, first time ever for Ash, so it's going to be exciting. We're looking forward to it. We're still going to work every day, create content for Ballistic Performance, and and put that stuff out there for you guys, but we wanted to make sure we got this podcast in because we can only record it, at least with the sound quality that we want from here at our house. So this isn't going to skip a beat. We're going to hit this episode today, and today what we're talking about is fitness on the go, or fitness while traveling. This topic comes up all the time with our clients, with our members at Elite Wellness, with friends and family. I mean, we get this question several times throughout... I'd say every single month uh, in regards to what should I do when I'm on vacation? What should I do when I'm traveling for work? How do I do bodyweight workouts? How do I keep my nutrition on track? And so we want to dive into all those things and hopefully give you guys the insight and the tools that you need so that on your next trip, you're prepared and you can stick with some of these things, maybe not sticking to a T, but at least staying on the tracks a little bit.
1: Yeah. So D, what do you recommend people do to stick with their fitness while traveling.
0: Yeah, so we'll, we'll tackle fitness first and then I'll throw it back at you and we can hit nutrition, so that sound all right? Perfect. All right, so with fitness, we're just gonna cover a couple things because it's really not, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. So with fitness, the first thing we're gonna say is I'm gonna kinda break this into a couple categories. And this first one is if you're traveling and you have the ability or have the time to drop into a studio or a gym of some kind, whether that's a CrossFit affiliate or a commercial gym or even a franchise studio like an Orange Theory or an F45 or a Metabolic, something like that. So we're going to talk that first, then we'll get into, hey, what do you do if I don't have any access to those things? What do I do if I have no equipment? And so the first thing is, number one, if you're someone who is a member at an Orange Theory or an F45 or any of these big franchises that are coming up in the the quote unquote micro gym scene, the great news for you is that those are franchises and what that means is it's gonna be consistent across the board. The product that you're getting at your current location is probably gonna be pretty damn similar to the product that you get at this new location that you're dropping into. Now, on the flip side of that, CrossFit, these are affiliates. What that means is basically each one is an independent entity. They get to run it however they like. All they need to do is pay CrossFit the affiliate fee to use the name and use the brand. And then from there, they can run the business in any fashion they'd like. They can do any kind of workouts they'd like. And really, they have free reign. So those are the two big differentiators right off the back. If you're looking for consistency go to a franchise find an f45 studio find an orange theory studio find a cycle bar or a soul cycle if you're a crossfitter you need to do a little more research and pick and choose because it's a mixed bag out there and ashley and i have been into several gyms and dropped into a few and i think she can attest right they're not all fantastic
1: Yeah, they're definitely not all fantastic. So just do that your research and look at the programming. I think a few episodes ago we went through on how to know if it's a reliable or a good gym.
0: Yeah, I think we can touch on it again real quick without yeah. diving too deep. And so if you are someone out there that's listening and you're a CrossFitter, you're like, I live and die by CrossFit. I'm a fire breathing, Kool Aid drinking son mm-hmm. of a gun. Great, but here's what you should do. Next time you're going on a trip and you plan on dropping in somewhere, do your research ahead of time. Get on CrossFit.com, go to the affiliate map or go to the affiliate um, list and f- look up a few gyms. Find a handful. There's probably going to be 15 to 20 in whatever region you're going to, if, especially if you're near a city. So look them up and pull out a couple just you know, off the top of the, off the top of your head, off the draw that maybe the name sounds appealing to you. I don't know. Pick out five names. Google each one of those. Click on their website. When you're on their website, number one, does it look like it's a decent website? Because that's a big, t- big tell. If the website is absolutely shit, then probably not a good sign. That's a little sketchy. It's 2019. Well, it's 2020. It's 2020. <laughs> yeah. Your website should be on point. Second thing, when you're on their website, you know, read maybe you read their mission statement. That's all well and good. But what I would recommend is number one, go to their coaches page or their staff page and just check it out. Now, I'm not saying that every gym needs to have world-class coaches that have 20 certifications after their name and have all kinds of initials after their name. There are plenty of incredible world-class level one coaches out there. However, that being said, oftentimes, I think credentials can be associated with the desire or the, the work ethic to enhance your craft. And if you really only have your level one or just a basic CPT and you've been coaching for quite a few years, like, I don't know. There's a, there's a disconnect there. I think you want to pursue greater education. I think you want to search out and find these additional, um, educational platforms or, or certifications to improve your ability to deliver a world-class product. And so, That's what I look for. I look for, is there at least a CrossFit level two coach there? And then what I also do is I look for, do their coaches have certifications outside of the world of CrossFit? Because I think that's important, right? CrossFit's fantastic. It's created a whole new really realm of fitness and education. However, there are still reliable sources of information out there and other credible sources of education for trainers and coaches you know maybe it's the cscs which is through the national strength and conditioning association maybe they do have a a cpt through the acsm or through nasm but look for those as well because those are all indicators of someone who is really passionate about coaching and trying to perfect the craft now the other thing i'd look for is i look at the workout of the day or their daily programming so to speak in, in crossfit terms and i look for two things number one is it strength plus metcon every day if it is i don't go to that gym now there's some people out that would be like you're stupid that doesn't that doesn't dictate the the validity of the gym yada 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 but we don't believe in that in regards to crossfit i believe in one evolution per day for the general public so for me when i'm telling my clients and my members what to look for that's what i tell them they don't need strength plus metcon every day It's not going to end well. Now, the other thing I look for is, is it all complex movements? Is it all barbell movements only? Anything that biases towards one direction. You want the program to be balanced. You want it to look like true-to-form CrossFit.com programming. So that's really what we're looking for there in terms of checking out CrossFit gyms and making sure it's going to be a good experience for yourself. And then always be a good drop-in. Get a hold of them ahead of time. Let them know you're coming uh, so they can take you through their usual procedures. Don't just show up out of the blue and say like, hey, I'm here to work out two minutes before class starts because then the coach will want to kill you. How do I know? (laughs) Because I want to kill everyone who does that. (laughs) All right. So that's the that's dropping into either studios or gyms.
1: Perfect. Uh, And I just wanted to say too, like it's nice if you can choose between uh franchise or a crossfit gym but in our case like when we go to your house we really don't have the option so a lot of people you might just have to choose whatever you're near
0: yeah absolutely i mean you might not have variety so you make it work with what you got
1: yeah so going to you said like body weight workouts what do you recommend for those
0: yeah i think well i think dubois is a perfect example when we go to my Mm -hmm. parents house yeah thank luckily they have a gym in their garage fully set up for CrossFit. So we have free reign. But a lot of places you go might not have CrossFit. I know that sounds crazy because there's 15,000 CrossFit affiliates across the world and you would think every place has one, but they don't. And maybe you're in a hotel, maybe you're in an Airbnb. I don't know where the hell you're at. You're somewhere that doesn't have access to equipment. And so if that's the case, here are a couple options. Option number one, if you're super self-motivated and you know how to educate yourself and you know what to look for, get on Google, literally Google body weight workouts or best workouts for travel. And there are going to be hundreds, if not thousands of blogs out there of folks who have created workouts. Now, some of them are going to be absolute shit and they're going to involve like hip bands and all kinds of funky, flashy, trendy crap. But then some are going to be legitimate. So if you know what to look for, that's the easiest way. Now, option number two, which we're obviously biased towards, is to (laughs) get on Instagram. Go to our Instagram page, at train underscore ballistic. Scroll down the feed. Somewhere within, I'd say one scroll, is gonna be a tile that says body weight cheat sheet. It's gonna have like a cement looking background, and it's gonna have a caption that basically tells you how to create a workout off of our list of body weight movements. And it's going to be a workout that not only incorporates intensity, but incorporates a structured format that you can follow and it'll just point you in the right direction. So that's probably option one for us, right? If we were to tell people is <laughs> yeah. to go to that and use that link. It, will, it is a no brainer. It's literally plug and chug and there's a wide variety of movements in there. There's even movements in there if you do happen to have maybe a resistance band or a jump rope, these really minimal pieces of equipment. So that's something else you can do. Now, you do have one other option, and that is if you're a current member at a CrossFit affiliate or any of these gyms, or if you have a personal trainer, talk to your coach, talk to your trainer ahead of time. Ask them to provide you with some body weight workouts. If they know what they're doing, they'll be able to do that no problem for you. And that way, you have them ahead of time. You have them going in, and now there's even less of an excuse to do it while you're on the road. And then I think the last thing we can get into here with this is, well, maybe the last two things. Number one, if you're traveling and you're driving, there is some equipment, or there is some equipment that you can easily bring along with you. And now I know that might sound outrageous to some people, like, I am not bringing fitness equipment in the car. Like, I, I, I just can't do that, I don't own anything. Well, okay, that's fine. But if you do own something, and you have a few things, if you're traveling in the car, you can easily bring a set of rings or a TRX set You can easily bring a set of dumbbells, a kettlebell, an ab mat, a med ball, a jump rope. All these things are not going to take up much room in your car. They're not overly heavy and they're pretty convenient.
1: Yeah. One of our clients just messaged me yesterday and told me that they were driving to their parents this weekend and she brought, like you said, a jump rope, a kettlebell and TRX straps. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, And so that stuff maybe takes up the... The floor on the back seat on one side, you know, like it's not, it's not cumbersome. So easily can take that stuff with you. And then if you're flying, there are still options. You can still take resistance bands with you. You can still take your jump rope with you. They're not gonna stop, mammy. I mean, maybe they stop you in, in TSA and in security. I've gotten stopped <laughs> once or twice for my jump rope, but all they do is take it out, look at it like you're insane because you're bringing a jump rope <laughs> with you, and then they put it right back in your bag and you're on your way. Same thing will happen the, with your resistance bands. Hell, one time I had a peanut. If you don't, know, yeah. if you're listening and you don't know what a peanut is, it's two lacrosse balls taped together. It's a, for mobility and like flexibility, deep tissue stuff. I had a peanut and TSA cut it open literally cut the peanut peanut in half because they didn't (laughs) know what it was it was ridiculous and then once i had protein powder white protein powder and they searched it and had to test it and make sure it wasn't drugs it was ridiculous (laughs) that doesn't really happen very often but just a side note there so that's really it in regards to fitness and travel keep it simple do those few things that we talked about do the prep work ahead of time so you don't have an excuse when you're there. If you're on vacation or you're traveling for work and you have to sit down and think of a workout or Google or, you know, you whatever it is, if you have to put extra time into it, you're not going to do it. So do the prep work ahead of time.
1: Yeah. And the only other thing that I can think of with fitness is... If you want to take a little break from your usual routine, just go for longer walks with friends and family.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said that because I, I think I overlooked that on my notes That's here. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, anything is better than nothing. Just yeah. engage in activities that actually require effort. If you're on vacation, go on some hikes. Swim a little bit. Yeah. Uh, walk around. Like even walk around like the downtown area or whatever the town is. It'll just, make a
1: huge difference. Yeah, just be active.
0: Play active games not board games play like physical <laughs> games with your friends and family or co-workers whatever you're traveling with like throw the football
1: capture the, the flag around. yeah hell yeah. <laughs> why not? Why?
0: i think we're getting a little carried away there but <laughs> engage in things that require effort all right are we ready to move on here and talk about nutrition i think so cool all right <laughs> so i'm going to take the lead here ash will provide us with the info that we need and so when we're talking about uh, nutrition while traveling ash, why don't you just kind of lead us off here and, and tell people where to start?
1: Yeah. So the first thing I recommend is pack ready to go food. Usually it's easier if you do have like a small cooler or a lunchbox that you can bring. And our goal... What if it's is,
0: a Power Ranger lunchbox?
1: That's even better. I think
0: I had one of those ones. <laughs> It might have been Batman, something
1: like that. <laughs> but you can find small lunchboxes that you can bring anywhere. Our goal is still to get a protein, carb, fat, and veggie in each meal. And there are foods that are ready to go that you can bring. So some protein examples are like deli meat, pre-boiled eggs, beef jerky, tuna packets, and then the easiest is like protein bars. Then with carbs, there's as simple things as bread, bagels, and then like fruit. You mean
0: bread's not bad for me? I can eat bread?
1: (laughs) You can eat bread. Oh my god! <laughs> and then some fat sources that you can easily bring is cheese, and then any nut butters. There's they make small packets, so
0: like to go packets.
1: Yeah, to go packets, and it's even like one or two servings, so those are great. What about like just normal nuts? Does it have to be nut butter? Oh yeah, no, like normal nuts. You're totally right. You can just bring <laughs> normal nuts. There we go. <laughs> That's our favorite. Uh, and then lastly, just veggies in general. If you have a cooler, you can basically bring any veggie with you. And I just recommend trying to fill up on veggies as much as possible. I think
0: one thing, too, before we jump to the next topic or the next bullet here is I don't think a lot of people realize you can take a shit ton of different food through security. Oh, yeah. You can literally pack meals and take them through security. The
1: only thing you can't bring, and I could be wrong with saying this, but it's like liquid so like I don't think you can bring yogurt
0: yeah it's like yogurt and then obviously like pure liquid yeah but, but that's bring, like it yeah you can bring like full-on sandwiches and wraps you can oh, yeah. bring like all the nuts and seeds you want you can bring I mean I think you can legit bring like vegetables through I could be wrong
1: yeah oh no you can
0: okay there we go
1: yeah um but so there's really no excuse to eat bad while traveling especially while flying too
0: well i was just going to say let's let's talk about flying too because Mm -hmm. it's easy when you're in the car and you can pack a a lunch or like several meals and put them in a cooler etc but if you're in the airport maybe you don't want to be that psychopath who's bringing a whole cooler through security yeah but you know once you get through security there are options we made a video about this a while ago Mm -hmm. but um, why don't you kind of give a couple examples like once i get through security at the airport what yeah. should I look for? What can I get? Just what are my the options? easiest
1: thing is to go to a, like a local convenience store and buy basically the examples I gave five or three minutes ago. Yeah, we're uh, talking
0: like a not a real convenience store, but like a Hudson News. Yeah, stand, yeah, yeah. Like those in airport convenience. Yeah, things. but
1: so, you're gonna find some sorts of protein. You're gonna find nuts and seeds there, and you're gonna find some sort of carb, um, and. Last case scenario is a protein bar. Yeah. That'll absolutely work.
0: And then I think, too, what we do a lot is we'll go to these restaurants. If I mean, if they're open, depends on the time of the day. But we'll go to restaurants and just modify what's on the menu. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, it's don't be afraid to modify. It's a restaurant. They're there to serve you. So we'll literally go and ask for an omelet with egg whites because we know that they're most likely cooking with uh, a good amount of oil. And we'll literally stuff it with veggies. And yeah, you might have to pay a little extra, but it's you'll feel so much better than eating just junk.
0: Yeah. and I mean, I'd say this is absolute worst case scenario, and then we can move on. I've when I've traveled before and there hasn't been any of those options. If you're traveling super early in the morning and all that's open is like the coffee shop and I mean the even like the Hudson newsstands, they don't have a lot of options depending on the airport. I have legit bought like three or four wraps or sandwiches, taken all the crap off of them except like the turkey and just eaten a bunch of deli turkey and bought like an apple or a banana. And I mean, that sounds nuts because you're going to spend $40 on all this stuff. (laughs) But if you're truly trying to stick to it, it can work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think last thing that I wanted to say with... uh, This one's actually about driving in a car. Just be careful that you don't keep your... Eating while driving? (laughs) That, because you're really bad at that. But anyways, keeping the cooler up in the front seat with you. Usually in the car, you're bored, especially driving long distances. So you don't want to get into the habit of kind of not mindful not mindful eating what's the word I'm looking I mean, for I could say mindless mindless yes mindless eating um so that y- yeah you just want to make sure that the food is like I recommend just putting it in the back seat and sticking kind of with your three meals and a few snacks here okay. and there
0: let's let's clarify because I think we said that backwards in the beginning keep the cooler in the back seat yeah so you can't continuously eat yes because I think in the beginning you said keep it in the front seat uh I thought so. But anyway, <laughs> let's just we'll just re clarify here. Yeah. Keep the cola in the back seat.
1: Unless you have good willpower. But that, I just know with myself.
0: That way you're not continuously grazing on Yeah. Food. Okay. We got it. All right. Perfect. So why don't we move on here and then
1: So uh, with traveling, once you get to the location, uh, wherever you're going, I just recommend stopping at the grocery store either right away or within the first few days just to pick up a few things like staple protein carbs fat and veggies again
0: yeah and i think it goes back to everything we mentioned before so we won't beat a dead horse but get the things that are easy to store yeah that you can put in your little hotel mini fridge and if you're not sure if you're going to have one request one Mm -hmm. when you make the reservation if your work is doing it you're probably okay they probably have it if not buy one of those little styrofoam coolers at the grocery store when you buy your food yeah and put some ice in there
1: yep it works awesome uh, the, another tip that we recommend is just try to stick with your routine as much as possible. So for me, that's eating, making sure that I eat a big breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then two snacks throughout the day. I noticed if I eat very differently or if I skip breakfast completely, my day is kind of thrown off. So I try to stick with routine. And then another tip is just focus on your water intake. So something that we recommend is just your body weight divided by two in ounces. And that's just a good reference point to make sure that you're drinking enough water.
0: So let's just do a simple math equation there so no it gets confused. If you weigh 150 pounds, divide that by two. Ash, what is it?
1: D. She's panicking. Like, it's yeah, 75. So, 75 so ounces of water, folks. <laughs> he knows that I'm really bad with math. <laughs> so he did that on purpose.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Okay, continuing on here.
1: Uh, <laughs> another tip is just making sure that you're getting enough fiber. That's going to keep your digestion everything running smoothly basically
0: so what can i eat to make sure i'm getting enough fiber
1: so that's some simple things is like chia seeds flax seeds beans uh whole grain so if you're eating bread try to eat whole grain breads um and fruits and veggies
0: awesome okay Um, let's continue on here
1: yeah and so this is kind of dependent on your goal but while eating out Try to start with a salad and then stick with leaner proteins. That's going to be if you're trying to like lose weight or if you're really trying to stick with your nutrition. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go out to eat and have a different meal that you really wanted. That's okay.
0: Yeah, well, I think there's a big difference too between like traveling for work and then obviously vacation. Yeah. And I'm not saying on vacation completely splurge, but let's break it into those two categories. If I'm traveling for work... I think everyone just marks it up as a loss, like, oh well, all there was was McDonald's, all there was was Wendy's, all there was was you know fill in the blank. But even at McDonald's, Wendy's, Chick fil A, all Chipotle, all these places, they're not ideal, but you can certainly make it to where you're not just eating five Junior Whoppers and a large yeah. fry and you know a frosty.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: And then I think you know on vacation, like you had just mentioned. If, there's a, if you're going to a restaurant, eat out, enjoy the food. But if you're someone who's really trying to stick with it, like you just said, start with a salad. Get the the grilled chicken without the, the starch on the side. Get your veggies instead and, and make those, like we had said, make modifications. Don't be afraid to make modifications.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then I think really the last thing I want to talk about with nutrition is if you want to track your food, great. If you don't though and you feel like it's going to add stress, it's not worth it. Um you can always just be mindful of what you're eating when you're traveling.
0: Yeah, awesome. Like it, you don't have to bring a scale with you. You don't have to make sure you're eyeballing everything. Like yeah, just eat whole quality food while you're while you're on the road.
1: Yeah. And again, it it depends on your goals. Like if you're going to be in a competition and it's like dependent on your body weight. Okay. Then yes, maybe you're going to bring a scale and you're going to track your macros just like you do every day. But again, if it's adding stress, it's not worth it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so I think that kind of wraps it up for nutrition, right? Yeah. And obviously we covered fitness. So I think we did a good job of encapsulating everything, kind of packaging it in a way that's super simple practical steps that people can follow and so guys we really hope you got something out of this again if you need additional information on this or you want to look at those resources go to our instagram page look at some of our posts especially that body weight post that will help you in terms of training while you're on the road check out several of our nutrition posts that have to do with Uh, eating out eating while traveling etc all of that information is there for you so please go check that out as always we'd love for you guys to follow us on youtube facebook linkedin instagram tiktok (laughs) we're on all of those things so please check us out hit us up if you ever have any questions please feel free to dm us we appreciate you guys so much and we will catch you next time
1: bye